Welcome to Power Your Profits podcast, your friendly guide in bringing your business revenue to the next level. Listen as host Susie Carter hears inspiring stories of success from her fellow entrepreneurs and transformational leaders. Prepare to make significant change to your strategies as they unravel the secrets of building multi-million dollar businesses and the most effective tips on finance, marketing, and sales accountability. If you want to make your first step towards explosive business growth, this is the right podcast for you. Without further ado, here is your host, Susie. Welcome to this episode of Power Your Profit Podcast. I am your host, Susie Carter, and you are going to love today's guest because everyone that is listening to this needs what my guest has. So Michael DeLon creates credibility. As the president of Paperback Experts, he helps businesses and owners publish a book to position themselves as experts in the field. Business owners seek out Michael to clarify their brand strategy, make them best-selling authors, and set up profitable podcasts. Yes, profitable podcasts. They use his credibility marketing strategies to gain more clients. We love it, get more referrals, and grow their revenue. Please welcome Michael DeLong. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to talk to you, Michael. And I did your credibility calculator before I jumped on here. So I can't wait to share that with you. So everyone want to do it. It was very fun. And the results, like you said, were surprising. So Michael, tell everybody who you are in the world, what your sweet spot is, and what do we need to know? Oh, awesome. Susie, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So yeah, Michael Delon, I'm founder and president of Paperback Expert. We help experts create their credibility by helping them create a book without writing a word. And then we teach them how to use their book in their marketing to gain clients, get referrals and grow revenue. That is juicy. We're always telling our students, I don't do it. You got to write a book. It is one of that biggest credibility play. I didn't understand that until I wrote my first book, right? All of a sudden it was doors open that weren't opening before. I'm like, that is magical. Well, it's so amazing. Yeah, let me just stop there because I've been reaching out to people, right? And I get business owners a lot of times say, well, I'm just growing my business. I'm in the first five or six years. I've got to generate some profits before I can do a book. And I'm like, yeah, stop. (laughs) If you flip that perspective around and create your book, it's going to generate. And so it's this mindset shift that people really don't understand of exactly what you experience and what I experience. So yeah, absolutely. It's game changer. Big time. Game changer. And so it is an expensive business card, right? So I love when people come to me, I'm going to write a book and make millions. Well, you'll make millions from it. We won't make because you wrote the book, right? right. Yeah. You don't get rich selling your book on Amazon or anything. I tell the story of Simon Sinek. We all know him. Start with why he did his little video and it went viral. Then he created his book. He went and did a book called Start With Why, but he's not making his money by selling his book. He's making his money by selling his ideas through his book. So he gets paid six figures for an hour speech. Yeah. He's an author and all of it. So that's how you have to think about your book. And it's a platform that allows you to captivate the attention of your audience. And a qualified audience, right? We always talk about qualified leads versus leads. Like oh. if someone's willing to buy a book or download your book and invest time in reading a book, now we start to have that relationship. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, building that. So. I love that. Now, tell everybody what the credibility calculator was, because I didn't know. I'm just like, oh, this is our, I'm just going to click on this and see what this is, because that's my personality. I'm very, yeah. and let me tell you, my score was 91 out of 100. Yeah, um, I, well, I know, 
I, I saw that come through. That's awesome. You're way up there. Still a little room for improvement. But yeah. that's okay. So the deal, I talk about credibility marketing. Okay, that's my lane if I have one. And people kept asking me, well, what is credibility, Michael? And it was hard to define. And so I created the credibility calculator because marketing effects happen in the mind of our audience. How do people think about you? And so we created the credibility calculator. It's 20 questions. You can take it in under five minutes. And it has questions in there that really your audience, they're asking themselves about you. And are you a credible source? And once you finish the calculator, we give you a score of zero to 100. And then you're going to get five videos after that to teach you how to increase the credibility that you have or don't have in the eyes of your audience. So that's what the calculator is all about, Susie, is helping you understand how credible are you in the eyes of your audience. Well, and I love it because it just had me look at, I knew what I should have answered, but I'm like, I'm not going to fib. Right. No, I don't do anybody any good. I'm not even going to lie, Michael. I'm like, okay, but that's not what happens. So right. even while I was taking it, right, it shows you like where the room for improvement is. So it's not intimidating. It's not scary. Sometimes people oh. get so scared. No, it's fun. And it's a way to look at, oh, well, who do I need to help me build my credibility? Because credibility is a strategy. Let me just say that it doesn't happen on accident. You don't That's get right. press on accident. It's all strategy. And you help people create that strategy and create that credibility. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it goes all the way back from your signature message to the brand that you have to how consistent are you in your marketing in a variety of different ways, right? Yeah. So tell everyone like your first book on marketing. Yeah. Did that change your life? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what started my whole company. Okay. And it started when I escaped from prison because <laughs> I, was in, I was in prison for two years. Susie. It wasn't a literal prison. It was an emotional prison because I was in a job that I hated at a ministry that I loved. I, my wife and I were in family ministry for about a decade and they went through some corporate reorgs and things. And I got kicked off the leadership team and, and shuffled around the ministry for two years. And I finally got fed up. I said, I gotta get out of this thing, God. So I prayed and he let me go out. My background's in marketing. I did Christian radio for nine and a half years. I understand what small business marketing is. So I started a marketing consulting firm in Little Rock, Arkansas. That was in 2013 after I escaped from prison. <laughs> and I would call you, Susie. I'd say, hey, Susie, I can help you grow your business. You'd meet with me. We'd have a great conversation. You'd say, Michael, what have you done in the last few years? Who have you helped? And I'd say, well, I've helped build marriages and families at Family Life. Right. And you'd say, Michael, that's honorable way to go. Oh, look at the time. I've got yeah. another meeting. Let's reschedule for another time. And you'd usher me out the door. Nobody yeah. was hiring me because you didn't see me as a marketing guy. You saw me as a ministry guy. Right. So I went to my church one day at second floor. I was pacing the hallways. I was crying out to God saying, Lord, how do I help Susie? Because I know I can. Right. That's when he gave me the idea to take all of my strategies and put them in a book. And so I published my first book on marketing back in 2013. Then I would call you, Susie. I'd make an appointment. I'd mail you a copy of my book. And a week later, I'd walk into your office. And there it was. My book was on your desk, dog-eared, highlighted, underlined. You'd read my book. And yeah. in that meeting, Susie, you'd say, now, Michael, in your book, you said, how right. do you help me do that? And you'd right. hire me. Right. I started gaining clients. Now, trick question, only trick question of the day, Susie, what changed between that first meeting you and I had and the second? Did my background in ministry change? Nope. <laughs> Did my understanding of marketing change? No. You see, the only thing that changed, Susie, is how you thought of me. 
When right. you got a copy of my book, I instantly became a marketing expert because I had a book. Yeah. He gave me the Disney Fast Pass to the front of the line, and you were there with pen in hand, ready to take down my prescriptions. That is what a book does for you. Yes. I can't. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Makes such a big difference, right? Well, it does. And I think even more now than ever, because people are trying to deem themselves the expert. And right now, there's so many people are struggling in the economy and going, I don't have the money to do this. But that's a secret sauce, right? It is. And in an economy like this, becoming an author is really important because the barrier of entry is higher to create a book than it is to do a Facebook post or even do a video series or whatever. Those are easy to do. And that's why everybody's doing it. Right. And that's why, I mean, they carry some credibility when you do them right, but they don't carry the credibility of being the author of. Right. That barrier to entry is so high. And when you put yourself out there, our culture, I mean, experts have books. Right. Are you an expert or not? Exactly. Oh, boom. He just smacked us upside the head. So if you don't, you're like, oh, I see. I see. When you look at entrepreneurs right now, because you're working with authors and speakers and experts, what do you think their biggest challenge that they're facing right now and how do we tackle it? Yeah, their biggest challenge really is they're chasing and they're following everybody else, what everybody else is doing, okay? They think online's the only place to be and they really don't have a clear, compelling message, okay? Your message is what separates you from everybody else. And I don't see a lot of business owners, Susie, really stepping forth to have a clear, what I call a signature message, like right behind you. Wealth is your birthright. Everywhere I see you, I see that. Yeah. And I see your great logo. Those two put together. So you've got a message and a distinct brand identity. You put those two together and then bring your passion and your marketing prowess and all that. And you start growing. Most business owners are missing those two things. They show up like what I call a coffee bean. Okay. I love coffee. But if you pour coffee beans out on your table, they look the same and they smell the same. Yeah. And in marketing, if you look like and sound like your competitors and everybody else, you're not giving me a reason to lean in and choose you and follow you. Yes. And I think when we're starting, right, we're kind of looking at, well, what is Michael doing? What is Susie doing? What is Lisa right. doing? What is Bob doing? What is Jill doing? And I'm just going to kind of do what they do from them. <laughs> I'm going to say glean yeah. from them, right? I think you can emulate them, but not imitate them. And exactly. you can have that distinction inside of that. So I love that the coffee bean, don't be the coffee bean, right? right. You know, stand out inside of that. So let's look at your career because it has been since you escaped prison, right? That's right. (laughs) Still running from the law. (laughs) (laughs) What has been your biggest lesson in business? So it could have been a challenge, a failure, an obstacle that we all have those pivotal moments in business. It's like, I won't ever do that again. (laughs) But I learned a lot, right? I learned a lot and it gave me my general stripes. (laughs) What would be that for you in your business? You know, there's so many, it's hard to choose one, but two or three years ago, I was scared to do video, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I thought, Susie, that I had to show up on video like my prospect thought I should look. And so I don't have a great studio. I don't have famous. 
And I thought I had to have everything scripted to be a certain way. And it kept me from doing video. Yeah. And I finally got to the place to go, I'm just going to show up and be Michael. And if you like Michael, then let's talk. But if this bothers you, go away because you're not going to like me. Exactly. And what that did is it it just went, it took all the air out of it and went, I can just now come and be me. I can show up authentically. And what I have found is when I'm me, I attract my ideal client because they like me. And when we're creating their book or they're in my coaching program, it doesn't matter because I don't have to pose or put on some kind of a thing. This is who I am all day, every day. And if right. you look at my videos that I send, they're they're all just like this. Right. I think that being genuine, just be yourself, that changed everything for me. That happened about three years ago. Well, I love that because you're you're not saying I've been doing it for thirty years. It was like I didn't want to, and a lot of people don't want to. Like it is one of the things. Me too. The one of the things I hate doing, and my team's like, I need a video. I need a video. <laughs> You know, so I just have video production days to just go, okay, let me just do them so I can, you know, and there is that, like, how do I be in front of the camera? What do I talk about? Like you said, you have that book, that's your script. That's it right there. That's your script. That's all your profits. Everything. Can I just stop here? That's like the hook that you hang your hat on. Everything you do comes back to that message. It makes marketing so simple. Because you never really have to think about what you're going to say. You might have to think about the words, right. but your message is so crystal clear and you always have an offer. Get a free copy of my book. Join right. my program. It makes marketing super simple. Now it's just a matter of which channel do you want to take that to that you can afford to dominate, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or direct mail or webinar. It doesn't matter. Those are channels. They all work, but they work better when you have a solid, clear message like you do. So. Yes. No, I think that's perfect, right? You got to reiterate and you got to hear it over and over and over and over again until you finally get it. And you quit trying to bubblegum, shoestring, band-aid, duct tape. You quit trying to steal Michael stuff, Susie stuff, Bob stuff, steal stuff, whatever yeah. that is. But what is my message? Because we all have it, right? You do. Okay. Let's stop there because I deal with a lot of business owners who go, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> no, that's not true. Okay. Take somebody out to coffee. Take your friend out to coffee. Start the recorder on your phone or your computer and have them ask you questions about your background, your high school, your college. Why do you live where you do? What do you do what you do? There is a story inside each one of you and you've got to pull that story out and that story will separate you from your competitors and it will draw people towards you who have common ground in those areas. You all have a story to tell. You need to be telling that story. Right. And sometimes like you have to have someone pull that out. My marketing team helped me pull this out. She was Susie. This is what you say all the time. I'm like, I do. I didn't even know I was saying it. She's yeah. like, yeah, you do. I'm like, I like that. She's like, well, you say it all the time. <laughs> Good to know. We all need coaches, right? Yeah. I've got three marketing coaches from my business. I'm a marketing guy, but I'm right. too close to my business to see it clearly. And you need influencers outside eyes to help you discover what many times is just laying there on the surface, just like that. How long would it have taken you to figure that out? Probably a long time. Somebody else can see it clearly. Yeah. So coaches are huge. That's why I love what you do in helping business owners grow. We need that in our business and in our life. Well, I love that you say I'm a marketing guy and I have three marketing coaches because sometimes you go, oh, I should know this or I already do this. You already do it, but it's not working. So let's get someone another perspective, whether it's 
someone more seasoned or someone more young, someone that has just a different perspective to go, oh. I was talking to a client the other day and her ideal client, based on all the research I did was millennial. She goes, I hate them. I'm like, but those are who you said you wanted based on all the things you said, you know, yeah. she's like, huh, oh. interesting. And she said her best client was a millennial. She didn't describe it that way. But when I said, here's yeah. what I'm seeing, she's like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. You know, it's awesome <laughs> to go. Oh, I even said it was my best client, but didn't want to do, don't want to market to that clientele, but you said it, it was. Isn't it funny. Yeah. So let's shift just a little bit. And so this is Power Your Profit podcast. We are talking about wealth is your birthright. So what has been right? Cause we're seasoned. Sure. Michael and I are seasoned. Right. <laughs> and one other thing that I remember when I was a kid, my mom would say, if I knew then what I knew now, and I'm like, could you just tell us? What is that? Can you tell me? Like, no, you got to learn. <laughs> okay. What has been your secret or your strategies to building your family's wealth? You and your family and your wife. What's been your strategies? Yeah. Low debt, high revenue. <laughs> Here, here's <laughs> that is a strategy. That, that is, is a strategy. It really is. Have a budget. I married a woman who, by God's grace, put us on a budget 35 years ago. And it's awesome. Right. She gives me my allowance and I can spend it and we're good. No. For wealth building, I'm a huge fan of properly overfunded permanent life insurance, okay? Mm -hmm. Because it gives you the beauty of compound interest. Yes. Okay. Of access to capital when you need it. It's safe and secure and it provides the money for heirs. Yes. So if you look at those three, that's cash, compound interest, access, safety, and heirs. So what we've done as a family is we've put in place a few permanent life insurance that are properly funded to build wealth for future generations. In fact, I'm setting them up for my children now. My son's 27. My other son's 23. We just funded policies for them and their wives. Do you have any idea, Susie, in 40 years, because they're 20, when they're 65, how much money they're going to have in these reserves to get guaranteed tax-free income for the rest of their life and to be able to give generously to the kingdom and to have access to capital throughout life to buy cars, to buy houses, to get college funded, to start businesses. It's amazing what happens when you structure it properly. That's been our philosophy and that's our wealth building mechanism for the future because I have a 200-year vision for my company and that is integral part of how we as a family are building wealth generationally so that the next generation doesn't have to start at zero. Yes. And how old were you when you started that? My first policy was 10 years ago. Yeah. So I, I'm 56 now. So 46 is when I started and yeah. we've just layered. And I think we're on probably our sixth policy right now. And we'll just keep adding them on different people in our family because compound interest, by the way, doesn't work. And you just need to know that in our culture because people don't leave their money alone. Right. They put their money in an investment, it grows, and then they pull that money out to go buy something and it kills compound interest. Right. That's the beauty of life insurance is right. that compound interest always do it. So anyway, I'll get off my hobby horse, but that's how we do it as a family. And I'm a huge fan, would love to talk to anybody about that. And I don't sell it, okay? Right. I'll just tell you my philosophies. Well, that's one of my strategies as well, which I think yeah. I was 40 and I'm 56 now. So the yeah. same thing, like, I'm like, where has this strategy been my whole life? Like I have other traditional ones, but that's been a big one to go, oh, 
And I borrowed from it and I funded my business from it. And so I love that you're setting it up for your children. Oh, yeah. You know, it's one of those things that you don't know because I think we were taught to be afraid of it or don't do it. You don't need it. You're young. That's how I was taught when I was younger. Like, you don't need it. You're young. You've got all these years. And that's right. Nobody told us it was a wealth strategy, but well, that's how the rich get richer. And that's how they pass it from generation to generation to generation is through life insurance. And so my second author wrote a book on this, right? And when I first was helping him write it, this was a decade ago. I went, what? This is crazy. No way. And he is started. This crazy? That's what- I mean, anyway, he started talking about how banks own it, how big wealthy people own it, how they, and I'm like, this is crazy. Where's this been all my life? Right. Well, so I'm a big fan to educate people, to point them in the right direction, say, here's how you can make it work. And then I get really excited when I build the spreadsheets and just look at very, very conservative returns over time because of compound interest. That is the magic formula that makes it all work. That is the magic formula. So looking back now, what's one thing you would do differently in building your wealth, right? Because you've got your business, that's a wealth strategy. You've got your real estate, that's a strategy. You've got the life insurance, that's a strategy. So looking back now, because we're seasoned, we can look back and go, oh, I wish I would have done this, whatever this was. Yeah, yeah. I really think it would be, I mean, I'm going to beat it on the head, is living a simple life. For me, it would be not moving so much. Okay, my wife and I have moved about five times. So we would build equity in a house and we would sell that house and we'd go buy another one. And then we'd take that equity and then we'd stay there for a few, then we'd buy another one, then we'd buy another one. And that's not a bad thing to do, but I think there's a play to be made to say, if you know you're going to be in one area for a long time, find a great house, maybe spend a little bit more at the beginning than you think you should, but stay in that house because you're going to not lose the realty fees and things of that nature over time. And if you take that savings and strategically deploy it into a properly funded permanent life insurance policy, you're going to have more wealth. Because I think we move many times for the wrong reasons, but we bought houses that were too small. And so when we started having kids, it was like, "Ah, I got to go buy a bigger house. Right. Well, yes and no. So be more strategic in buying that first house and stretch yourself a little bit, stay put, build equity, invest. And that's where I think I would have changed. I would have stayed put. I would have bought a little bit bigger than I thought. I would have stayed put longer and redeployed those monies instead of giving it to the mortgage company. I would put it into my mortgage company. That is great coaching right there. Okay. So let's go back to talk about book. How does somebody start to write a book with you? Because most people are afraid, like for me, my brain works faster than my hands. So I totally... All of a sudden I read, I'm like, what the heck was I talking about? So what is your strategy? How do you help authors create an amazing book? And I want to say that your books are not pamphlets, right? No, they're books. They're books. Yeah. They're 120 to 150 pages. Yes. Okay. So talk about that. What's that process? Because we have a lot of people in our community. They're just afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the first thing I'll tell you, Susie, never write a book. And what I mean by that is is exactly what you just said. Never sit down and just start typing a book because number one, it's slow. Number two, you're going to self-edit. Oh, that's not what I want to say. Delete, delete. Our process is we work with thought leaders and experts who can speak and communicate. And so we have a staff of writers. We're going to get your brand message dialed in first. And then we're going to connect you with one of our writers who through a, a series of Zoom conversations They're going to ask you the questions and we're going to extract out of your brain 
all of the information that is needed for your book. You're going to not write your book. You're actually going to speak to write your book. That's our process. But a writer, a professional writer is going to interview you. They're actually going to write your book using your words, your phrases, your content. So the book comes out in your words. Yeah. And it's beautiful because it takes less than 24 clock hours of your time over six or seven months of our time. This is not an overnight pill. Okay. But what you end up with is an asset like you have, like I have, that's going to be there for a very long time because a book has shelf life. And in our culture, it's sacrilegious to throw it away. It so when you, put your, when you put your book in somebody's hands, Susie, they're going to keep it around. You become a household fixture to build that relationship that's so important. I mean, I've got books back here. I've got books over here that I continually go to. That's what you want your book to be for your audience. So we help you get your book created very quickly through a speak the right process. We publish you to Amazon Kindle. We make you an Amazon bestselling author, guaranteed. We've got a whole process to do that. And then the real sizzle happens, Susie, is what do you do with your book? Now that you've got it, yippee skippy, I've got a book. So what? If you don't know how to use your book in your marketing yes. to capture the attention of your audience, to convert them into clients and to get referrals all using your book, you're leaving money on the table. So we have an entire program, a book marketing program that we include with our book writing program so that once your book's published, you're going to work with us and we create a credibility marketing game plan for you so that you'll be able to actually monetize your expertise through your book. Okay. So there's so many competitors out there that do the same thing, but they don't do the same thing. Right? I've got to tell my, so I think part of the realization is people don't realize it's an investment like anything else, like your marketing company. What's like the average investment someone should invest in somebody like to get your book done, to get the marketing plan? Like, what is that? Yeah. It ranges anywhere from about 24,000 to 40,000. Yeah. Again, it depends on what you're wanting to make happen. And for us, we decided to do something a little different because we're small business owners. We don't always have $50,000 just sitting there. Right. If you can afford $3,000 a month, we'll work with you. And depending on what you need, you can invest that over a six-month period of time, a 12-month period of time, 18-month period of time. But it's a manageable marketing dollar to gain a great asset. Yes. Well, I love that because I was on a Zoom call the other day with clients from the beauty industry. Yeah. That's where I started. And this client said, are you Susie Fields? Is that the same name? And I'm like, yes, that was my previous name. She goes, oh my God, I have your book. I still read it today. That was 20 some years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, no, oh, that book still lives on, right? It yeah. It's for me, but she was so excited that I was the same person. Yeah. To go, that's the power of 20 years ago, instant credibility with her. And she's like, do you still live in San Diego? Can we get together? Can we? So to go, oh, there's a client credibility because of work I did 20 years ago. It's still paying for itself. So I want Absolutely. you to know, it still pays for itself. So Absolutely. I'm asking one last question. And what does Michael want to be remembered for? Michael wants to be remembered, number one, follower of Christ. Number mm -hmm. two, dedicated husband, father somebody who facilitated growth in others. That's my mission, Susie, is to facilitate growth in organizations and individuals. And yeah. everything that I do, that's what I want to bring to the table. That's why I love being here. I hope 
I can facilitate growth in your life and the life of your audience. But if people will remember that I'm here as a servant of Christ, I'm here to steward whatever he's given me and to help other people any way that I can. And that I was a loving, faithful husband, father, and contributor in what I do and what God's given me. That's plenty for me. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for who you are in the world. Thank Mm -hmm. you for what you're up to. Thank you for being an example of a godly man and a godly husband. I think we need to see more of that as women, women in the marketplace to go, yes, there are good men. (laughs) You're the good men in the world. So your wife can attest to that. So if you love this podcast, please share it with your community. Please tag Michael. And how can people get a hold of you? And I want to give them that free calculator. Can we give them that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just go to my website, paperbackexpert.com. And at the homepage, right at, at the top, there's a big red sentence that says, take your credibility calculator. You can do it there. But from that website, you can find me everywhere. You can find our free trainings, learn about how to create your book without writing a word. It's paperbackexpert.com. So I love having you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and have a blessed day. Thank you, Susie. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Power Your Profits podcast. Let these building blocks from today's most successful industry leaders equip you with the necessary resources and tools to finally establish the highly profitable business of your dreams. Want to hear more? Listen to more episodes at https colon double slash poweryourprofitspodcast.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show. Now is your time to rise to the top of your game. So be sure to catch our next episode. Until next time.